Hello, everybody. Welcome to Women Like Us, Love and Hate. I'm Ellen Briggs. And I'm Mandy Nolan. And today we are talking about our favourite ways to discipline kids. Well, yeah. And I'm, some that we don't agree with. That we don't actually or had much success with. And that, or never did. Yeah, because there's a lot of things that um, people do and that we've done um, or haven't done. And there are, I think it's always good. People like to hear what worked for you and yeah. what didn't work for you. Yeah. Um, I did hear this really funny one that was actually, it was actually a, a story someone else told me, but I love it so much. I often pretend it's my story. <laughs> um, and it was, um, I think someone in my comedy class talked about once how they're walking down the street in Mullum, as where we live, and this kid is thrown a tantrum and the dad is like going off at it going, you know, you can't get a toy. You've already had goji berries. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> like the, the, and I, like, I think that's such a great thing because you can just imagine that kid had every right to throw a tantrum. Yeah. And it was probably not even about the treat. It was the fact that their dad was such a dickhead. Yeah. Like goji berries. Goji berries are disgusting. It's not a treat. It tastes like snot. Um, did you give treats to the kids? Yeah. Did you give rewards? Because I know you train your dog like that. Now, did you reward your kids? Because yeah. it's a good idea. What did you do? Yeah, bribe them. You know, so if you had to go shopping, you'd say, all right, if I don't have to speak to either of you, if you guys are both good in the shops, you can get they loved chopper chop lollipops. Oh, they just had to get a lollipop. Yeah. So And, and so I would actually let them choose one and hold it. Oh. And I'd go, but if you're naughty, we have to put it back. So they'd just walk around, you know, like they had the Holy Grail in their hands. Oh, just that's very cute. power. Yeah, it was cute. You must have enjoyed the power of it. Mm, I think do a couple more laps at the supermarket. There's no just way. Just go my, look at these two. My kids would never have held it. They would have ripped the paper off and eaten it. Yeah, my two were very um, easily tricked and bribed. Wow, because that's good. <laughs> I, did, I did used to like, you know. You get to the checkout, which is always that thing, and you yeah. go, you can have, you know, caramello koala or you can have – it was something you always had yeah. to have. I think bribing is fine. I do too. Because it works on me. Do we say bribing or rewarding? It's a fine line, isn't it? Yeah, it is. You can say rewarding good behaviour. Yeah. Um, which is what I felt like I was doing with the chuppa chup. Yeah, you said okay. You get to keep it. Yeah. If you're good. Now, what is the ethics, do you think, of giving sugar as a reward? Are we creating a nation of compliant diabetics? Yeah, probably. <laughs> well, that's better than non-compliant diabetics, huh? Well, goji berries, if you're really good, <laughs> mummy's going to give you some goji berries, but you better yeah. be good. And they're never going to be good for a goji berry. Yeah. I, one of, I remember when we first moved to Mullumbimby and I heard I was at the markets and I heard a woman go to her kid, kids coughing, probably a cooping cough, like this really disgusting cough. And she goes, don't you spew up that spinach roll. <laughs> <laughs> and Alex and I used to say it to each other all the time, like whenever, if you had a cough, don't you spew up that spinach roll. It's, it's like a it real was, threat. Yeah, it's like, I'm nah, you keep that down. That. Yeah. $2.50. <laughs> exactly. Keep it down. <laughs> It's a waste of spinach roll. Now your brother's going to have to eat it. That's awful. Um, I, look, I don't mind about the. I don't mind about the sugar. I was really strict with our kids, like for the first. Were you super strict? Yeah, really strict. But they did have. They had that childhood eczema stuff, and it was really well controlled with diet. You know, like so, if they did have some shitty food, it would kind of flare up. So it was just easier not to. But I remember we got them. For their first birthday, we got them an ice cream cake and they'd mm. never had ice cream. And they thought, like I put it in their bowl and they thought it was yogurt 
and Aiden started crying because he didn't like it. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> yeah, so I had to go and get some yogurt. Happy birthday with your birthday yogurt. Here's your yogurt. They're well into it now, though. No, they, well, they find it. It is getting that reward thing was like I'd often do toys sometimes. Sometimes I'd make a big reward. Like I was like, there was those initial going in the car. Oh my god, going in the car. They didn't want to get in the car. Oh, no, it was just always such a nightmare of, like, strapping them all in and oh, yeah. they'd be crying and one would start crying and be asleep and it'd wake the, they'd wake the baby up because they were screaming and it was really hard to find a reward that suited all three of them. Sometimes. Yeah. And the baby clearly couldn't get it. But, oh, it was just – those trips were just a that nightmare. That is hard. See, this is when people always say to me, oh, it must have been so hard having twins. I think it's much harder having kids different ages. Yeah, it was because you have to. You know, you had a what a three year old. I had and a, a six year old, a two year old, and a baby. Yeah, okay. So fuck that. That was the hardest, <laughs> and you'd have the the baby would be asleep, and you know you got to take the two year old to chat child like her little childcare thing she yeah. went to, and the other kid to school. So you'd have to. I was constantly waking the baby up. Yeah, and putting it in the car, yeah, putting yeah. him in the car. So then there's no routine, no routine. Because you can't, you can't. Do, there was no one at home no. with the, and you'd have to go get the other kid, and then this kid would have to go to after school activity. Yeah, and then you'd be sitting there with your baby. who probably, if you didn't have all those kids, would be at home having their own nap. Yeah, yeah. You were out constantly with that with that kid. It was kind yeah. of full on. I had a girlfriend that had three under three, oh, not twins. Oh, that's hard. She just pumped one out every year. Yeah, and the hardest thing is getting in and out of the car because yeah. you, well, you might have one that can stand by itself. There's one in the middle that's going to bolt. So yeah. I used to get – I'd get Zoe out and she'd stand by the car. As I got the baby out, I'd have Sophia out, but I'd have her pinned with my leg. I had her leg up and pinned <laughs> she was a bolter. almost at the throat to the car because she was a bolter and uh-huh. I had to have a pinned against the – not at the throat, but you know, it sounds yeah. terrible, but I had it pinned on the side of the car just so she wouldn't run because she did – she has bolted before and, wow. wow, really close to being hit a few times. Yeah, wow. That's really hard getting them up. So I would, um, I would probably do – I used to have long-term projects with them because Zoe in particular – Sophia was really naughty, but different sort of naughty. And Zoe, I had to have behaviour programs for. You make them up. So I made sticker charts. I was the oh, sticker yeah. chart mum. And I went, if you go through this and you do this without throwing one of those big tantrums, you get a star. And you have to get this many stars. And there'd always be a thing that they yeah, wanted, okay. like a particular doll yeah. or something. And you'd have to work towards that. Yeah. I do remember, I, you know, Dr. Phil yeah. <laughs> said... <laughs> You just have to find your kid's currency and it yeah. changes all the time. Yeah, it does. And you have to find that currency and you have to, you know, go, hey, here it is. If you want it, this is what you have to do and you have to take it away. That was actually I, – I did take a lot of things away and I also did things like um, – I remember we were going to a birthday party one time and the kids were playing up in the back. I think they were like, you know, whacking each other in the car seats or something. And I said, listen, if you do it one more time, we're not going to the party. They did it again. So I just went, turned around. <gasps> and you went home. Came back, yeah, bawling their eyes out. And I rang the mum to tell her, said, look, I'm sorry, but the boys aren't coming. They've been really naughty. And they were warned. And she went, oh, great. So that's just going to ruin my son's birthday party now. Did she really? She yeah, didn't she say, did. great, you really no. follow through. So that, that's not supporting another mum. No, it's not. She was just worried because now she's going to have to say to her kid, 
your well, friends aren't coming. Your friends coming. aren't coming because apparently they'll play it up in the car. And Ellen's yeah. a bitch because she actually follows through. Yeah. None of us have followed through ever. <laughs> Doesn't she know? We don't follow. Yeah. Like, that's tra- not a true thing, following through. Yeah, but fuck, it works. Yeah. Even, you know those tiny little um, trike things, those little plastic trike things yeah. that kids have? They kept um, they kept throwing them off our deck. That's right. And Alex said to them, if you do that one more time, they're going in the bin. And, of course, they threw them off. Oh, no, in the bin. In the bin, and he he made them watch when he put them in the bin. Of course, we got them out of the bin later when they weren't watching, but then, you know, four days later or something, Alex has gone off to Europe and I've got these two 18-month-olds and the rubbish man comes and my oh. two kids start screaming hysterically and I'm like, what's wrong? What's wrong? What's happened? And they thought the bikes were going off in the bin. Well, that's kind of, <laughs> isn't it weird when that happens and when you know and you go, I could tell them but I might just let them scream yeah. for it. You get that little bit of pleasure out of yeah. going, huh. Yeah, shouldn't yeah. have thrown them off. Shouldn't then. have thrown them off. Yeah. Now I'm telling you. Let yeah. me, isn't that awful? It's yeah. kind of evil. It's that nice. Told you so. Yeah. It's the told you so yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, were you ever much of a yeller? You hear people in the street that yell a lot. I'm not um, much of a yeller. No, I wasn't much of a yeller, but occasionally I would really lose yeah. it and they would shit themselves. Yeah, when I lose it. Yeah. But once, it used to be once every two years or so, yeah. I would just, I'd yell that hard, my eyes were popping out my head. Yeah, yeah. And, and cry. Yeah, yell, yell followed by a cry. Yeah, yell and a cry and they just go, holy shit, I don't know what to do. Especially That works well, I think, with um, older kids. Yeah. Not so much younger kids. It frightens them. Yeah. I, I never really had to yell too much. I did used to do things like, all right, you're going to clean up your room? And they would go, and then I'd just go in with a garbage bag and go, I'll just clean your room up for you and just start putting all the things in the garbage bag and they'd shit themselves. What, all the things they liked? Yeah, all the things that were on the floor. Right. That they clearly liked because they'd oh. been playing with it. They were very, they were really um, into their toys, Lego Transformers, all that stuff. So it was very easy to manipulate them and go, fucking Bumblebee is going in the bin if you don't stop it. You in the bin. <laughs> I love the finding bin. out that Elm's all around the bin. It's going in the bin. I'm putting it in the bin. <laughs> in the bin. Um, it's gone. You were, if you were a teacher, you would have been a confiscator. Yeah, I would have. You would have been gone. That is confiscated. Yep, and gone. Says, have you ever said confiscate no. in normal life? Like nobody no. except teachers say confiscate. Yeah, it's a good word. Isn't it? Like I'm going to confiscate Ellen, that. I'm going to confiscate that. Yeah. If you don't like, imagine <laughs> Stop that. Stop looking at your phone. I'll confiscate it. It's a lot of confiscating. Yeah. I know. I love. I love that. <laughs> it's a good word. It is, isn't it? Because I was going. You just the never. The more you say it. Yeah. That's no why one, they said it all the time. I think you must get that word given to you when you start teachers' college and yeah. open up your your pack for your um your whatever that welcome pack is. Yeah. And oh, I've got confiscate. Yeah. And detention. <laughs> Yeah, detention is good. Um, I love all those words. They're so good. Yeah. I do. Um, what about, were yours good at going to bed? No. So how did you deal with that? Um, not well. Didn't make them go? Uh, that was one strategy. I waited till I passed out in the front of the television. <laughs> not so good. I breastfed them till they passed out. Not so good. I mean, they, they were babies, three was the eldest. Um, um, in the car, go for drives. Oh, yeah. My mum used to take me. I was that kid. Mum would go for drives for me. They'd be driving at midnight with me in the car and I'd fall asleep and they'd get home I'd wake up again. I went, keep driving. It's in the jeans and then we'd do. Did you uh, used to, as when they were asleep and you wanted them to stay asleep, you know, and you pull up at a set of lights so you just kept pumping the brake? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> like, as soon as you stop, those little fuckers open their eyes, don't yeah, they? Yeah. it was Sleeping was the hardest for me. I never did. See the truth. I got none of them. None of them. No, were good sleepers. No. Or bedtime. 
eventually I'd get there. But it was such a, every night was a fight, you know, 30 stories, mm. singing, padding backs, you know, cajoling, doing the routine. And it was just, it was never, it was, every night was hard. And it should be the time of the day. That used to be my favourite time of day. Still, it's still really hard. I because my kids just loved it, mm. loved going to bed. And, oh, fuck, I couldn't wait. But I think I was telling you the other day when they were babies and I was on my own and, you know, that's hard because then, you know, they don't really love going yeah. to bed when they're a baby. But I guess having twins I could never really rock them to sleep or anything because I had yeah. two of them. So they just – and they slept together. Yeah, like um, a friend. Yeah. So at a sleepover. Yeah. Um, but I, I think I was telling you the other day, I think when I was, um, you know, I'd, I'd give them the bath and, you know, so you have to have a seat set up to have one of them in the little rocking chair and one in the bath on one of those sling things so he doesn't drown. And then you swap them over and get one dry and get him all dressed. Then you get the other one out and get him all dressed. And then I'm feeding one of them and the other one's lying down sort of waiting. Or I might've been feeding both of them and one spewed and the spew went all over me and all over the other guy. And then that guy did one of those shits that came up the back of his neck. <laughs> so I had to do the whole bath thing again and oh, I was covered as well. That's awful. Fuck, that's one of those nights. And I was on my own. That's one of those nights where you just go, I'm just going to cry. Yes, you cry. And you can't, you know, obviously you can't discipline the baby. No, that wasn't their fault. But there is an age when you go, I've sometimes seen parents disciplining their kids in public and I don't get, I hate, those I hate public disciplining parents. Like, mm. Sometimes they've got kids, and it's always there's kids that have been little shits in supermarkets and stuff. Yeah. And you go pull that kid, you know. Just I'm sure it's not that hard. Yeah. But that yelling and that and often it, you'll hear someone yelling. You'll go around the corner and it's a really little kid. Yeah. And you're like, oh, can you not do that? Yeah. Here? Well, it makes well, you, you wonder. See the kid in like full tantrum mode, and they actually just need to be held. Yeah. They're completely out of control. They don't really know what they're doing. I mean, I'm not an expert in any of that, but. I know that if a kid is in full tantrum mode yelling at them, it's just going to escalate it, right? Nobody, when they're really distressed, wants to be yelled at. I know. It doesn't make it better. You sort of, there's a kid at the airport the other day and the mum's like, she, she's a little girl, she's on the ground crying at the, at the baggage carousel and she's going, doing that third person thing. Oh. You just bit mummy and that is not okay. You need oh, to think really about your behaviour. And it's your little tiny kid. And I went, I'm going to bite mummy too. Yeah. You know, mummy, stop it. Mummy's <laughs> being mean. And I'm like going, she's only little. She's ears are probably hurting from the plane. Yeah. You know, they're she's tired. Everyone tired. hates being next to the baggage carousel. I would fucking bite someone if yeah, I could. I know. And I actually think, I think there is a point where you've got to give them a break. I think there is an age where, yeah. you know, when they hit about four, I think you can start to have more reasonable yeah. expectations. But you don't have to do that loud thing. No, no, I think some people do it and they think that people are going, what a good mum. Do what you a think good so? I yeah, hate that public I do. thing of like, no, mummy thing. Actually, you hear it a lot on planes, don't you? I'm always on planes. My girlfriend who was a um, an air hostess, do you still say that? Stu- flight attendant. Flight attendant. Flight attendant. Yeah. Um, she said that she really hated it when they'd go, I'll tell the lady, I'll get the lady down here to make you sit down and put your seatbelt on, I'll tell the lady. And she'd be like, I'm going to fucking discipline your kid. You know, you make your kid sit down and put the seatbelt on. Yeah. When you come down, but it's they, the mum that's in trouble, go, not, yeah. not the kid. My sister did the best thing on a plane one time. There was a kid behind her just kicking kicking the chair really badly and she turned around and said, said to the mum, 
sorry, look, he's really kicking my chair. Can you stop? And she kind of just rolled her eyes at my sister and my sister went, okay, maybe it'll stop. And then it didn't stop. And there were like two or three instances of her turning around and going, please, can you make him stop? And the mum didn't do anything. So then she said to the little boy, you need to stop kicking my chair. It's really uncomfortable. And the mum goes, he's just a little kid. (laughs) And she goes, my sister goes, I'm well aware of how fucking old he is. (laughs) I tried speaking to you and it didn't work. So now I'm speaking to him. (laughs) She just went full angry mode. That's good. Planes are bad. Yeah, because you were very on. You're on. Oh, nobody wants to sit near a kid. The poor kid. But um, in defence of the mums. Yeah. Very hard to get a kid to to behave on a oh, plane under fuck. a certain age. It's just and I it, took two kids to Europe. Well, you know, because sometimes they decide to be good, Horrible. and other some days they're like the best kid on the plane. Everyone compliments you. Yeah. Oh, what a well behaved. Everyone looks at the kid when you get on, going, uh oh. Yeah. And then they, what a great kid. It and happened to me when I was going to Europe. I got on. And there was a young guy and girl in front of me and they were putting, you know, we had sat down. So I had two two-year-olds yeah, and one adult, yeah. right? So I'm sitting in between them. I hadn't slept for a week. I was that stressed about what was going to happen on the plane. And I see this guy putting his luggage up in front of me. And then as he sits down, he goes to his girlfriend, oh, fuck, have you seen what's behind us? Because we're going from Sydney to Singapore. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, mate, I, I hear you, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm next to them. Anyway, when we got to Singapore, he, so the kids basically just went to sleep. They had something to eat. They was, I had made them so tired and they got a new little toy, you know, that was yeah. another thing. Okay, if you sit quietly, you know, rah, rah, here you go, here's a new little motorbike or whatever it was, tiny little toy. When we got to Singapore, he actually goes, oh, do you need a hand with any of your bags or anything? He goes, I have to confess, when I got on, I was really worried about you sitting behind me. I said, yeah, mate, I heard you. It doesn't matter. It's fine. And he goes, how did you keep them so quiet? And I just went, well, I did give them some drugs. And <laughs> it's night time. They just went to sleep. The next trip will probably be a nightmare. You're not heading on to Europe, are you? That's cute. <laughs> yeah. But he, he felt bad that he'd said it and then they were so good. Yeah, but they weren't always yeah. like that. No, they're not always good. I mean, they're, those times when they and lose it. And their ears that, get sore and all sorts of shit. It's horrible. It's awful when people hate hate you and your kid on there. You're going like, oh, we're not doing well here. Yeah, and when you just hear a baby just crying and crying and crying. But, yeah, the, the loud the loud um, discipline, I never, ever did that. You know what is good to do in public? What? You do the little pinch behind the arm. You know, on that little oh, fatty little, bit behind oh, the arm. Just kind a of good... Above the elbow. And a little kind of slight. And you just go cut it out and give them a tiny little pinch. Oh, fuck, they really respond well to that. They do. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it to other people. You can do it to adults. Too. Yeah, and, and you can do it. I think a lot of adults need that. Imagine going up behind Scott <laughs> just, Morrison yeah. now and just a tiny pinch on just the fat of his arm. You need to fucking sort yourself out. You need out. to sort yourself out, mate. Sit yeah. down. Stop it. Yeah, stop it now. <laughs> it is. Um, I have been, I've been told off in public by... Adults, other people, it's horrible. Have you? Yeah. Oh, the kids never forgot this. I was, this is with husband number two. We're at Harvey Bay. And isn't what you hate is you hate, um, and some people might go to restaurants and they don't like, and the kids weren't running around. They were laughing and we were having fun and we were saying stuff and laughing and being really funny. And we were were all at, we had probably a really, one of the nicest dinners we'd had out in a long time. Um, And... You know, the kids were probably like, maybe Charlie was six, five or six, and maybe um, 
probably six and Sophia would have been eight and Zoe would have been like 12 or 13. Yeah. Um, maybe 12. And we were just laughing and having jokes and and these people were glaring at this old couple and I'm like, wow, we're not, we're just having a talk on our table and laughing like you do. So like mm. they were kind of going, oh, damn, we're, and we're kind of like laughing. It was really funny. Having a nice time. And as they left, this woman just looked, she, they kept looking over at us and rolling their eyes and I was going to rest. I don't think they like us being in this restaurant. And then she goes, I don't know why you'd bring your children to a restaurant like this. You belong in McDonald's. <gasps> Tell me I belong to McDonald's. What did you say? I was, I was speechless. Oh, my God. I think I said God. something like um, really – I had a really great comeback called Go Fuck Yourself. Yeah, that's always a good – Yeah, which yeah. sounds like someone from McDonald's. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Because he, Don't you throw up that spinny trail, Zoe. Go fuck yourself. Now, that story, the kids have still – always bring up that woman. Like I've never forgotten her. As yeah, that's horrible. nastiest person. Because they were having such a nice we're time. We are having such a nice time and I couldn't work out what, but we did remember that dinner because she had a go. Yeah. It was it was horrible. I've had a few people in public be really, really horrible to me. Um, in Sydney once um, I was on a train and I had the three kids and trying to get a pram, oh, yeah. you know, baby, and all that, and the kids weren't being terrible. I was just trying to get them. It's a lot of shit. You I was trying to get them into the and, lift yeah. to actually get to the platform. And this, I held a woman up from an older woman in. She had to wait for me to get in with the kids. And then she, when the doors closed on the lift, she looked at the kids and me, and she goes, "Same like, like, like the McDonald's thing." She goes, "What are you doing in here? You shouldn't be on the train. You should be in a car." Oh. Bloody old people! You don't have a car. It was old. It's two old women both times. Yeah. yeah. Having an attitude. And other times, weirdly, because you can't make a general, every time I had to go down steps with a pram, it was not the men that helped. It was always the old, yeah. the nice old women. The nice old women. Not the old cows like yeah. those ones. I, yeah. just, I don't think anyone ever liked those old women anyway. No. Old or young, I reckon they were bitches. Yeah, horrible. Yeah. Horrible. But, yeah, that was, that's that kind we of thing. We know them. They're sometimes in our oh. show just sitting yeah. there judging us. And you do feel like when someone kind of, you know, they're having a go at you about how badly behaved your kids are and how horrible they are in a public space. And mm. you're going, I actually think they're being okay. Yeah. What is your limit? Like, what do you think? Yeah. So I, I have, um, I remember we went out for dinner one night and I'd really planned, you know, had the kids, took them some colouring stuff and mm. bits and pieces. And these other people, we were just in a pub. And these other people are there sharing a bottle of wine and their kids just running around, everyone, and then comes over and starts, like, wanting to do colouring in with our kids. And I was like, off you go. Go back to your parents. Oh, you parents. let them come no. in? No. Well, that's a hard, it's a yeah. hard. I went, no. And Alex is like, Ellen, he's just a little kid. And I said, I, I didn't give a shit. His parents have brought him out for dinner. Fucking spend time with him. They were just ignoring him. Yeah, that's what they do. Yeah. You get so a bit of ignory. I was a bit mean to him, but. I, I, was, I don't care. I think I've told you before, on, on the, when I got long train trips with the cat, three kids on the train, and I'd always end up with, because I bought activities and did stuff with the kids the whole time, it's a 12-hour trip, so bit by bit, every, all the children, because parents had bought nothing for their kids, yeah. they'd start, I'd have up to 10 kids. Yeah. I was running a crash, and the parents are happy, smoking, sleeping, <laughs> reading the new idea. It's funny, as you get older, though, this is when it gets more tricky, isn't it? Because what you do with your discipline, and then you start going, uh-oh, the tools aren't working. Yeah. I don't think you've had as hard a time as I have had. Like I definitely haven't. Things with par- I don't think you need to say I don't think. I haven't. I oh, know, yeah, parties. You've never had the boys want to do things like that where you had to set. There were a couple of parties where they wanted to go to, well, they. it's funny, 
they um they were those tunnel parties, you know, the ones that yeah. they have around here in the old disused train tunnels where nothing good ever happens in those. No. And there was one that they were talking about going and I just said, you know, I want you to think long and hard about that because they were close to 18 at yeah. this stage. I was like, you know, really think long and hard about it. We know a kid that was pretty severely assaulted at one of those parties and had had to have surgery on his jaw and his teeth and, you know, and that can happen anywhere. But this is the type of shit. It's an unregulated gathering, you know. Yeah. And then they kept asking me, so am I allowed to go? So am I? they wanted me to say no. Yeah. And I said, look, I would prefer you not to go. I just, I would worry too much. As well. And they were like, yeah, cool. They, did, I don't think they really see, wanted yeah, to cool. go. That would never happen. I would never have had that. And because my, my daughters got to an age where, and they're only about 13, and they, they went, one day the light went on and they went, oh, she's got no actual power. Yeah. She can't actually stop me doing yeah. anything. Yeah. Yeah. What's she going to do? Stop feeding me? Kick me out? No. That, and they realised that all they had to do was just push and push and push. They could break me. I'd be crying. They'd just keep pushing until they got what they want and they'd be happy. Yeah. And I'd be driving to pick them up or I'd be doing – and it would happen. And I could not – for the, you try all these things, you know, putting in boundaries. All those parenting books are bullshit. Yeah, they because are. Because Charlie – the same technique, Charlie, if I said no, he wouldn't even ask to go to things most of the time. I'd yeah, go, I don't like mine. it. And he'd go, yeah, fair enough. No. He's fine. The girls, no. They yeah. are going to roll over you. And there is, there was not one thing. Is it a girl and boy thing, do you think? Uh, personality, I think. Yeah. Some girls aren't interested in it. Some boys are. I mean, there's some boys that definitely would be doing stuff. But it's just that thing like you're just going and you know they're lying to you. Like you know they're lying to you yeah. and you're trying to catch them out. And then I would try and go, okay, you try and set these kind of parameters about. And then I'd be doing the, um, did you ever ground the kids? Oh, I did a lot of grounding. Did I not? I don't if you think don't I remember did. it, then you didn't ground them. Pretty fucking easy to ground your kids when you live on a farm yeah, out, out of town yeah, and you have to drive them everywhere anyway. Grounding is really hard because it's when you hard put- when you live in town, right? But see, mine was so lazy, they wouldn't go, well, I'm going anyway and walk 10Ks to town. No, because you ground, not do you it. ground a kid who's being a pain and you're basically. Ground them for a week and they're at home with you the whole week, hating your guts. Well, I guess my. my thing of that was I'd take their PlayStation away or their Nintendo or something. So That's a I had them. Yeah, so I confiscated things. But there was no point grounding them out here because no. I had to take them places anyway. Yeah. Um, so I'd take stuff off them. So I had them at home hating my guts for a week while they didn't have their PlayStation. Yeah, so you'd go, we'd do that. We'd take the phone. We'd take, you know, this or that. You'd go, you couldn't, you can't go to someone's house. You can't go, oh, my God, that were the longest weeks. Yeah, terrible. Of getting through the, on ground, of being grounded for various, like, because that was all you could do. Go, okay, you're going to have to, you yeah. broke my trust, you know, now you've got, I got a week know, at home. Did you get grounded as a kid? No. I got my parents never grounded me because I think they didn't want me at home. But get this, I got grounded by my friend's parents. What do they say? How did they? So we went out. This is my friend Sylvia, who you know. We went out and we had to be home at her house by midnight or something, and we didn't. We went out and you know turned it on. Anyway, we're in a taxi on the way home, and it's probably two o'clock in the morning. And I had this amazing idea: let's get undressed in the taxi. Uh-oh. So that if your parents do hear the door, 
um, we can just quickly jump into bed and we're out of our clothes. Can you imagine the taxi driver? Kids, how old are you, 16 or something? Yeah, probably. Taking your clothes off. Taking our clothes off in the taxi, just completely ignoring the taxi driver. Then we get out, we've got our clothes in our hand, we're pissed as, and she's opening the door and I'm behind her holding all the clothes and she, you know, when you think you're being really quiet too, she goes, oh, I think we've gotten away with it. And I see the door handle turn. Uh-oh. Yeah, and it's her dad. Uh-oh. And then her mum comes and, she, and they they go, get into bed. We will speak to you about this tomorrow. Why are you standing there in your underwear? Oh, no. <laughs> anyway, we go to bed. We got up the next morning and they grounded her and then they said to me, and you're grounded as well. And if we if we find out that you've been somewhere, then we'll tell your parents what you what you did. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so I, like I, I was grounded as well. So my parents for the whole week were going, how come you're home? Aren't you going out? You would have been probably more scared of that than your own parents. Yeah. I didn't want my parents to find out because then they might have gone, okay, can't sleep over there again. Mm. It's a very good parenting technique. It was very clever. I never thought of grounding other people's kids. Yeah. I wanted to at times because often you did (laughs) find yourself. So they can't come over. Yeah, you can't come here. Mm. Yeah, I did a lot of. Yeah, you definitely did it. Oh, you definitely up, did it, Hannah. Mine have been calls, easy. You know, what do you do? You pick your kid up from a party. They're pissed, vomiting everywhere. And, oh, my God, I'm, like, going off well, them all the way home. Well, I have done a bit of that. Going, I mean, but 16. Yeah. Not, not 19 or yeah. 20. But 15 or 16. Snuck out to a party they weren't supposed to be oh, at. Oh, yeah. Got smashed. Vomited all over themselves at the party. Had to be picked up. Mm. You know, and you're going the whole time I'm lecturing them. What's the point of lecturing a pissed yeah, you person? Can't. You can't put them in there. And the next day they wake up. And the worst thing is kids don't wake up with hangovers. No, I know. They feel so good. so irritating because I really wanted it to have because that would have been the punishment, like a rotten Well, she spewed hangover. it all out too. Yeah. I had that great one when, which you know the story, when Jared first started going out drinking and he passed out in the Billy Nudgel Hotel and the girl behind the bar is a friend of his so she gets his unconscious hand and puts his thumb on his phone to so unlock cute. it and called me. Great. But I was at a gig with you and so I didn't answer the phone. Anyway, it turns out he, his brother picked him up and he spewed in his brother's beloved car. Uh-oh. Yeah. And I get home and he's just smashed. Can't even, like I, he was sitting down, he was just like a heap and then I stood him up and he just face planted into the grass. Oh, that's funny. And um, he was like a mixture, though, of like he wanted to be angry at me because he was kind of defensive. Like I was like, oh, mate. And he was like, oh, who cares? But he was like um, he was like Jeffrey Rush in a theatre production. Like he was going, well, what does it matter now? <laughs> so shit like that. And like I'd go, come on, get your arms up. You've got to take that T-shirt off. It's covered in spew. And he'd go, all right. All right, and then once I got it off, he'd go, thank you, thank you. <laughs> and I made him sleep on the floor in the, like in the corridor at the front of our house near my bedroom on a mattress, not just on the floor. Yeah. But I go to him, you have to sleep here, mate. You're not sleeping in your room tonight. And he goes, on the floor like a dog. <laughs> I was like, fuck, you're hilarious when you're pissed. Yeah, I didn't say that to him, but, yeah, yeah, like a dog. That's cute. Yeah, it was pretty funny. And then he came in, like, two hours later, I put him into that bed and I wake up just to feel him kind of slamming the bottom of my bed with his hands and I went, I woke up and turned on the light and I said, what are you doing? And he goes, settle down, Mum. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? He goes, just go to the toilet. And I went, not in here. Oh, he's about to go in your bed. He, he was really disorientated because he was in the he was in the corridor. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, so I had to. That would have been funny if yeah, you'd woken up and he was peeing on you. 
Oh, no, it wouldn't. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, that, that, those things are really hard. I've, I've got all that kind of – and you, I just found that's all you had. Uh, I'm not. You can't go there. I'm not going to take you there. Um, but you would give in in the end because they would just oh, yeah, wear they, you they'd down. Wear you down. Yeah. Or that you know there's threats. I'll have to, I'll tell that person's mum. I used to use a bit of that. I don't oh, think yeah? that's good. I don't like doing that. What would you tell them? What their kid had done. Got oh, up right. to at my house. Yeah, right. And they're like, "Mom, I rang a parent once, and because they got Facebook and stuff, this mum that had had a party and." All these kids have got taken away by ambulances and stuff. And she told oh me that there was um, adult supervision. Not my kid, fortunately. That was, <laughs> thank God that one time. Three girls by ambulance within an hour because they'd passed out. They got mm. alcohol poisoning. And so I ring her up and I'm going, I just went nuts at her and just went, you know, I rang you. I'm wrestling at the parent. I rang you. You told me that you had adult supervision. This is unacceptable. These are children. It's your duty of care. You know, I would have come and done, you told me you had people there. These are, you know, blah, blah. Um, and then Zoe goes, Mom, get off the phone. Because what happened is her friends. Oh, texting her. Texting her going, get, pull your mum off. <laughs> like, call your mum off. Oh, wow. Yeah, she called me off and I got off. Oh. And I went, that's what they do. So they kind of, it is that feeling of, it was such a big thing. It was horrible. I went. I I've do just, remember those years. You went through hell. Yeah, and I went. When they hit when they hit high school and they had devices, particularly because they'd be speaking, I'd be having a fight with one of the kids, tell them what they can and can't do, and they'd be on the. I went, oh, they're on, they're on a group chat to a bunch of people, basic whatever they're on, and it was like I was in the room, but they had she had an audience of people oh, backing up, tell oh. your mum this, tell your mum that. Yeah. Oh, how awful. Yeah, and it was like I went, I've just lost all. You just lose power yeah. in that sense, and I, yeah. I don't think, you know, Dr. Phil can go fuck himself because there's nothing, <laughs> you know, you, they're the kind of things that you hear and you go, oh, that's great, Dr. Phil. Let's... It works with the little kids. It works with little kids and, and their versions of what works with teenagers. There's only on – it's like there isn't one sort of teenager. No. And, no. and once they realise that you've got nothing yeah, and they're prepared to escalate, um, it's pretty scary Yeah, because you can't, you know, they're not going to accept no. Oh, we. I know how lucky I've been, Mandy. Mm. I mean, that's why I used to lie at playgroup and say my kids have been really... up all night and pretend my life was really hard with my yeah, twins. It's so hard. Oh God, I know it's really hard. Mine yeah, weren't, so... um, my, you know, they weren't, they weren't angels, but we, we've never had any, any of that sort of stuff because they didn't really want to go anywhere. They weren't drinking on the bus and smoking weed. No, not as far as I know. So he was. I got this, and I believed her. It was one of those classic parents believing her. It's that she, I found some weed in a, which is probably 14, in a tin when I was cleaning up. And I went, there's a joint in here all rolled up. She goes, oh, yeah, there's a boy on the bus that gave it to me. So I just put it in there. And I went, oh, okay. So then I go to the bus driver and I get the kid in trouble. Oh, no. And it wasn't. She, it was hers. It was oh, her weed. No. Another kid, she comes home covered in alcohol. And she goes, oh, someone had a goon sack on the bus and it split open. It was her goon sack. Oh, she no. tells me later. And then I get this kid thrown off the bus. <laughs> so, probably, he probably had a sip. Yeah. It was not the kid. And she's like, I was like, going, that is just, you just you literally threw that kid under the, you could not yeah. under the bus, off the bus. Yeah. Because you go. And I think what it teaches you from that elder kid is, and what happened? The kids would go, you never believed me, Mum. I went, no, I don't believe any of you anymore. 
because they go, the old classic, you don't trust me. I went, no, I don't. I don't trust you at all because I know you're lying to me. And, and of course they are. Because they're lying to you. Look, no, to me, to be truth. honest, mine could have been doing all the things. Oh. Um, mine could have been doing all the things, you know, and they were just very, very good liars. Well, yeah, I've got well, – Sophia was like that. She I do know I do know that one of them really does very risky things in his car. Right. Slides around corners. It could, he, one time he came home euphoric and forgot who he was talking to and goes, I just did the best fucking donuts outside the cop shop in Mullum. And I went, what? And then he goes, oh. oh. <laughs> like he just had to tell someone. Yeah. That he's just, that's, you know, that's the equivalent of a graffiti artist painting a train, I guess, doing massive donuts outside the cop shop and not getting caught. Yeah. I can't relate. I can relate to graffiti. I can't relate to donuts. I can. Can you? You'd be the donut doer. I'll be up for the graffiti. I went on a date once with a girlfriend and two boys and all we did, I sat in the back with my date, she was in the front with hers and we went to a dirt car park and did burnouts for like two hours and then we, they dropped us off. Oh my God. We were like, how good was that? It's <laughs> just terrible. Like, I'd, be, I'd be shitting myself going, get me out of here. Oh, I kind of love all that. So but scary. Yeah, the graffiti thing, no, not for me. No, not not your thing. No. Well. So we've been lucky, but, you know, look, if you want to take anything away from today's podcast. We the, don't know anything. The pinch behind right. the arm. Pinch behind the arm, I think the sticker chart. Did you ever smack them? Couple of times, yeah. yeah I did. We know a little, like, I'm not never like a big, just like a patty pat on the bum, like yeah. a little tap. Um, I generally n- yeah, never, like I re- never, I never did a face slap or anything like oh, that. Oh god, no. no. It was no. often like a little tap on the finger, like they're about to put yeah. their hand in something. I do a little tap, not like a. I never gave them a hiding. No. I never um, like got your belt off and went yeah, come no, here and no. lay over. But I would get that. That's horrendous. It's horrendous. And I know that I'm not. A, I'm not. A, I would never advocate hitting a kid. No. Um, but I did actually. I do a little kind of tap. And once I'm, I have to admit, because I had a biter, when she bit me, I actually grabbed her arm and I didn't bite her hard. I just put my my teeth in her yeah. arm and looked at her. Like, that is not appropriate. I know. It didn't hurt her, but she looked at me like, like, ah, oh, and I went, "Don't you do that to me again?" It was like a dog, and she yeah. went, "Never bit me Never again." Never did. See, it, so it worked. Yes, yeah, so I wasn't. I didn't bite. I was like, I was like, going. That's what mummy's teeth are like. Yeah, bigger than yours. And um, also, that's how it feels. You're kind of showing yeah. them. I didn't hurt her. I, mean, baby, I just went, really I was yeah. like going, Ur. I don't think it's inappropriate. You know, you do things that are sometimes ex- instinctual. I never really. I probably yelled at the kids. A couple of times, never was, never was, occasionally would scream. They probably might say something different, but I, I could lecture them. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. For oh, I forgot to talk about long conversations yeah. of telling them what they should do, what's wrong with them and what they could do better and what they never do, you know, they never respect me. Those go for hours. Yeah, and they don't work. No, they work because the kids, actually they do. Because they just want the lecture to stop. Yeah. And they're like, all yeah. right, we'll do it. It'll be, sometimes they start a lecture. They go, you're right, Mum, it's fine. We accept. <laughs> yeah. And then it would be, please stop the lecture. Mine have always been very responsive to me being really upset. Like they yeah. hate me being upset. Yeah. So, you know, the last thing was last year when Alex was away for six months and, you know, I was going through yeah. a whole lot of stuff and they just weren't helping. And I said to them, can I talk to you both? And, you know, kids go, oh, mm. fuck. Here we go. And I went, do you two reckon you've been pulling your weight around here? And Eden goes, no, straight away. And Jared goes, yeah. And I go, do you, Jared, what do you think you've been doing? Because anything you ask me to. And Eden's just shaking his head like, no, 
yeah, you know. pull it in, mate. And yeah, then so then I got all teary, and I'm like, I don't think you realise how much I have to do to keep this shit going. And you know, then yeah. they were fucking unreal after that for a little while. Yeah, for about ten minutes. Till Dad going, got home. They go, let's keep it going for Mum. Yeah, let's put it up for Mum. <laughs> we don't want to see her cry again. Yeah, Mum made us awkward. Yeah. It's an awkward experience yeah, that's right. with your emotional mom yeah. having a cry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Especially when you're not – I'm not normally like that, you know. No. I do love the silent treatment that works as they get older, you yeah. know, walking around slamming doors and stuff and everyone's just like, Fuck, what, what's wrong with them? What's wrong with mom? Did you do something? I'm not sure. I know. Or they do that. Mom, can we get you a cup of tea? Yeah. Mom, they do all the nice stuff. It yeah. just makes you more of an yeah. asshole to No. Them. It's not very nice doing that. I, whenever I do the silent no, treatment, nice. I feel it's bad because it's really passive aggressive and you're going, I'll just burn them out. I learnt from the master. That yeah. was my mum her whole life, actually. I actually think that. It's horrible. I think it's the worst. Yeah, it's horrible. I think that that kind of, and that, that long, because people feel really, you can see it, it everyone starts to Everyone's feel, uncomfortable. Yeah, you can mm. see how evil it is and you can see how addictive it would be to use it as a form of control. Yeah. Um, because then you go, no, it was fine. There was nothing wrong because you can use the denial. Yeah. Uh, what was your lowest moment as a mother in your parenting? Um, low point, high oh, point. Low point. I, don't, I do remember. I do remember getting really, really frustrated with one of them, and I can't even remember who it was. One time, and I was like, kind of manhandling him, like pushing. He was probably about six or seven by this stage, mm. and I was pushing him, and I was crying. It was all fucked, and. I was like pushing him like a big bully, you know, in the back to his room, like get into your room, get and I and it's like I couldn't stop myself. And then when I when he got to the room into the carpet, I like nailed him. Oh yeah, and you feel really bad. And then bad. slammed the door, and then I just walked away and went, "Fuck! I've just like bullied a little kid, you know, like pushed and pushed and pushed and slammed him onto the carpet, and then slammed the door, and he won't know what to do now. He's in there going, "Can I open the door?" Can I go yeah. out there? I don't know what to do. It was horrible. I had to just go. What and, did you do? Well, I had to go and calm myself down, and then I went back in and apologized. It's good to apologize when you do. Yeah, I apologized and said, you know, I, I'm really going to try to never ever do that again. That is not on. You no, know, it's like terrible. We, we never ever should. Touch it's awful each when other you like do that. that. Yeah, when you lose it. I've never done that. I little... just said that to you to be one of those assholes <laughs> that do that. Sorry, it was a joke. <laughs> to, to, especially to do that to a little boy, to let him think that that's how you resolve conflict, you know. That was, no. That was probably my low point. Yeah, you have those low points. Mine was when Sophia um, decided to drop out of school oh, at a HSC trials and I <coughs> yelled at her in the most abusive way to get her out of bed. I just lost my shit. I yelled so hard um, that I had lost all energy for a week because mm. I was just rang the school crying. I got my ex-husband. We got her there. Yeah. And she got through. But that was, I was not, like, I had, I just went nuts. Yeah. And I couldn't control my, you know what it was? Because I couldn't control myself. Yeah. Like, yes, I, I was, was it was the situation. way I was yelling at her. I was so angry. Yeah. Because, and I was angry because I didn't want her to miss out. And I didn't want to be, I went, I don't. Yeah, you knew what was right for her. I went, I don't want you not to get this. And then you're going to come back at me and you just go, why didn't you make me get up that day? Yeah. And I was just so angry. Oh, you know, so it wasn't you a great. Known a it wasn't a moment. Of, you know, if Doctor no. Phil was there, wow, I would have been. I would have. He would have said, "You belong on the Jerry Springer show." Yeah, <laughs> I'm fully Jerry Springer. Yeah. The moment, and I went, "Wow, that was not nice." Yeah, it's not nice you know. when you. It, it's the loss of control are your low points. Yeah, they are because you should try and always keep control. They're kids, and it's only, it's only happened a couple of times. 
Very yeah, rarely. Because generally I'll always laugh about it. Always said sorry to the kids. Yeah. Me too. Which is nice, I think. Yeah. I can't bear when people I don't say sorry. I think if you can show them that you can be an arsehole and yeah. then realise you're an arsehole, that's going to help them, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You've you also got to go when you're out of line. Yeah. When you've gone too far. Yeah. You know, and I mean, go. most of the time we're right. Yeah, And we are. have no need to apologise. Exactly. My kids would but, say things like, I never feel like I'm equal to you when we have an argument. I went, yeah, I know. Because you're, you're not. not. <laughs> <laughs> well, who told you you're equal to me? Yeah, idiot. Some ridiculous thing. <laughs> well, I had that one recently where Jared goes to me, oh, you are so cringe. That was his insult to me. And I went, oh, oh. I'm so cringe. Hey, listen. If you're going to insult me, use a proper sentence because you've just called me a verb. Oh, look right? at that. You and slammed like, him. I just fucking went on and on about it. Like that's like saying you are so jump or you are so run. See how it makes no sense? Like if you really wanted to insult me, you would say something like I would say to you, like you're a disrespectful dickhead with a stupid moustache. And I just see Eden go, oh, and just go back to his room. Yeah, I'm just gonna sit and in the then room Jared's just standing there and I go, are we finished? And he goes, yep. And he goes, they're hard moments. Yeah. They are those ones. But they are the, um, do you know the high moment when I've actually, it was always a good feeling when you stuck at something with your kid and you you got a win. Yeah. And they got it. Yeah. They they got it. And you, they actually. You, you, Makes it worth it. Yeah. It actually really And they worked. thank you. That's, yeah. that's always nice too. That is nice. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, that's us. We're not definitely not parenting experts. Don't send your kids around to us. No, don't. We're just normal <laughs> moms. We'll just, you know, we're just sharing a bit of love and hate of what we've done. Don't. We're not going to tell you what to do. No, exactly. That's just what we've done. All right. All right. Hope you're all well. I hope your kids have been nice and not calling you stupid things. Um, we'll talk to you soon. Talk then. Bye. Bye.